You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My name is Justin Reckla, and today you are in for a treat. I'm bringing back a, a friend of mine. He's been on the show before, Michael Goddard. He's he's an author. He's a philosopher. He's he's a seeker, and he shares his wisdom, his experiences, and his journeys through through his books and the books that he shares with the world. And uh, folks, I'm here to tell you they're they're brilliant. And Michael is absolutely brilliant, and the experiences that he has. Uh, the life that he leads to to be able to craft up the journey and share that with others so they can find the path for themselves. And today we're going to be talking about his newest book, A New Now. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Justin. It's always a treat to be back with you and continue the conversation. Absolutely. So, Michael, you've been... Your new book, a new now. You told prior to the prior to the recording, you told me that that it's already won like nine different awards. Um, one, congratulations! Thank you very uh, much. I know it's got a subtitle. What's what's the subtitle of the book, a new now? The subtitle is "Your Guide to Mastering Wisdom Daily, Achieving Equilibrium, and Empowering Your Noble Self." And so we can go into each aspect of that. The reason I put in mastering wisdom daily, uh, because you don't totally master wisdom until you master the mind. And a lot of people may not progress that far in this lifetime. But this is a day-to-day guidebook for how to live. It's how to become your best authentic self. It's really how to free yourself of everything that's pulling you down from having a life of contentment and happiness. Mm. And I know you and I were talking prior to the uh, prior to us starting to record on uh, just the, the programs that the mind creates and tries to replace to you know oh think it to think it knows better than than the divine design right and that often leads to uh, creating false prophets false gods false ways of being right the, mm-hmm. it's what it what it's what keeps people in the nine to five rat race it's what keeps people in prison to unhealthy relationships it's what keeps people in, in prison to uh financial struggles and and other sufferings in in in, in modern life right um talk to me more about how you got to this book why 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 did you write it for yourself why did what where did the information come from well um i had a lot of notes for several other books, which I wanted to write, but the inner guidance said, no, this, this is the book. And I've been taking notes while I was doing interviews for In Search of Lost Lives. That's, if you recall, my spiritual memoir in which I recover 88 lives. And the book really crystallized when I was having dinner in Delray Beach, Florida, uh, at a vegan restaurant, and I saw the sweetest couple of 20 years old having dinner uh, every moment they stood up and took pictures and posted what they were eating. And I thought, you know, if, if I was dying of pancreatic cancer, which my mother did, and I had two months to live, and these were my children, twins, what would I want to leave them with? And I had been taking notes and seeing if it was a book, and 
it came to me, you know, this is this is like would be like a guide for the rest of their lives. Also, I thought if I had a sister who'd spent her entire life raising a family, working, you know, on the go every moment, and she finally got to retire, the kids had left the nest. She didn't want to. She didn't know what she wanted to do with the rest of her life. This would be for her as well. So uh, it just started coming through. I mean, I knew I'd be writing about the thirty-three mystical wisdoms, the ten keys to achieving equilibrium. So it was really done through my higher consciousness, my intuition, and it was just a joy to write. Uh, it was very inspiring. And, mm. and and there's a lot of content. It's it's actually a very practical day-to-day, nitty-gritty, mundane book, because it's showing you how to get through all kinds of situations in life and how to question things. The essential question I ask is, how can I live as my aware self? So that is the whole impetus of the book, bringing people to a higher level of consciousness. So day-to-day, moment-to-moment, they can live in their do now as their most aware self. Now, a key to understanding which um, a lot of people may not be familiar with, is that, you know, we are basically three entities, as we were talking about earlier. We are the body, the mind, and the soul. And the mind and soul have been knotted together for ages. So most people are subject to their lower mind. The lower mind is the part of you that, you know, enjoys being mean, is a servants, your senses, and your attachments, ego, greed. Your higher mind is a part of you that wants to do good, wants to be kind, generous, giving. The part of you that looks toward God and spirituality. So a majority of the people are, their lower minds are predominant a majority of the time. And one of the purposes of the book is to empower your nobler self, which is your higher, your higher self, your higher mind to really know when you're acting out and the lower mind is in control and to bring you to a higher place so you're not at the victim of all your drives and passions. Mm. Michael, this is this is good stuff. And I want to dive into this in the back end because I believe that, one, uh, first and foremost, we're very much aligned in the work that we do together in the circles of influence that we we share and, 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 you know, and overlap in the works that we do. Uh, and the importance of it, we both see the importance of of this and how it can impact not only an individual's life, but uh, even bigger at a societal level. When we can all align align to this, I think we can we we, we uncrack the code. And I, I want to dive down this this concept of that higher self um, and, and what you, and, and the, some of the topics you cover in the, in the book. But before we do, uh, before we go on break, where can people go find more information about your new book and the books that you've written already? Oh, thank you, Justin. They can go to my website, which is goddard.com, which I'll spell. It's G-O-D for God and D-A-R-T for Dart. If you're driving or dancing and listening, uh, just think of a love dart coming from God. And there are plenty of free interviews and essays you can download and learn free excerpts. You can learn all about my books on the website. Fantastic, folks. Go take a look at Michael's work, the books that he's written, because the information he brings through is really, uh, really remarkable in in, in helping you uh, untangle your lower self so you can live in your higher self. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. 
If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I'm Justin Ruckla. My guest today is Michael Goddard. Michael's been on the show a couple of times, well, at least once prior to this. And uh, he and I just really sync up in the space of um, seeking God, understanding our minds, how we operate, how we do things. And prior to the break, we were talking about Michael's new book, uh, New Now, um, and in the, some of the concepts in the book of our, of our lower minds and our higher minds. Um, and prior to starting recording, Michael and I were actually talking about how our minds work and some of the journeys that I've been on recently and exploring sub- the subconscious mind and how the programming works and where we get the programs from and why we get the programs and why we say the things we say and so forth. And I've been on this really extensive journey at a very, very deep level. And so uh, connecting with you today, Michael, has been uh, been a gift because it's, it's a reminder of like, Oh, I'm not crazy. There are other people in the in in the reflection, right? Because Tony and I and, and Neve and I, the three of us, play in this space all together, and it can be really easy to get lost in our own understanding of it. And so, to see the same works reflected in in how you explore that that higher consciousness um, is is affirming. And so, why first and foremost, want to say thank you for that. I think it was very timely. Uh, and I, I want to explore this even more. One, I want to look at a kind of a practical, practical, uh, from practical lens from your experience. Why do you think it's important for us to learn how to get out of our lower mind and more into our higher mind? What's, what's the main reason why people would want to take that journey? Well, well, the the benefits are manifold. I mean, clarity of mind, happiness, more contentment, uh, being learning where your spiritual center is and how to return to it, and your spiritual center is where you're most grounded, calm, harmonious, present in the now. It's really furthering your spiritual journey. I mean, I'm sure a lot of listeners are familiar with the quote often attributed to Teilhard de Chardin. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And uh, I go through uh, 11 groups of wisdoms, the 11 loving wisdoms, the 11 guiding wisdoms, and the 11 evolutionary wisdoms in the book. And early on in the loving wisdoms, I go through the wisdom of grooming. Now, we think of ourselves grooming as after you get up, going in the bathroom, making yourself somewhat, you know, sufficiently presentable to the outside world so people won't turn away or whatever. But I go into all the different kinds of grooming, not only the physical, but the emotional and the spiritual. But the the real thrust of the chapter is to empower people to know, to make a choice, so to speak, uh, which is how to groom your destiny. That That is a key element of the book. Because as long as people know what the options are, I outline four options. The first option, which is really what 99% of the world is pursuing, is just to you know let go and follow all your desires and impulses without really any cognizance of 
you know, where, where you're going, where you're going to end up, uh, even knowing that every action creates a reaction. So if you're killing something, you know, that suffering is going to come back to you at some form or another. The other thing is sort of like a modification of the first option. Let's say you, you know, you, you've had a great pull to compose music. You're really talented, but you've spent your life earning a living, raising a family. And, and you know, you weren't like Mozart, you know, born into the ideal circumstances to flower as one of the world's foremost musical geniuses. So you can focus on that and actually set yourself up for your next life, or maybe uh, a retirement where you can pursue that to your satisfaction. So that's really fulfilling a true calling, actually. The third option, which a lot of people may earn unwittingly or maybe wittingly, is really to, to give yourself over to really performing nothing but service as selflessly as possible without ego as much as possible. And, and there's a good chance you may be rewarded with what could be called a stay in heaven, which could be like a seeming eternity. It's, you know, and it can be uh, really what I would call a bespoke heaven, something kind of individually tailored to you to give you exactly what you want. And you would be there for a seeming eternity. But the fact is you would have to come back and face all your remaining karmas, which would be formed for your next life. The fourth option, which I followed my own life, which I woke up and realized I wanted to pursue when I was 10 years old, right after we moved to Marin County, California, is that I want a permanent consciousness of bliss and pure love. I don't, I want to be done with any kind of suffering. So that really is finding the right path for you and a teacher who's evolved to the point of God consciousness. There is such abundant grace on the planet. We always have at least one realized soul who's here to initiate his chosen disciples or her chosen disciples. And that's a path of meditation and, and love. It's, it's a path of love. So if you really want to break the attachments forever, that is your fourth option. But I, you know, I really wanted to give people the, the knowledge of what their basic options are in life, and then to consciously make the choice without any judgment, any self-judgment. Mm, I love that. And I love that. I love the fact that you said, um, you know, there's always at least one soul here that that is, is, uh, I can highlight a path. You know, I think there's, I think there's multiple souls like that because I I am very much like you. I have chosen that fourth path. I want I want the path that leads to to no more suffering, clearing the karmic bag baggage, removing the programs. Right. I, I'm not in pursuit of um, of the materialistic world. I'm I'm playing a different game. Right. I, I'm playing one that not only is is bringing peace to peace and ease and grace to my life but like you passing along that information to others so they can find it for themselves in, in their own lives and uh i was lucky enough to um have been blessed with the fact that i married one of those souls who has been a constant guide for me in my life and the things that i've learned from tonya uh to be able to get to 
especially as a man, to be able to get to a place of not needing to fight, not needing to struggle, not needing to suffer, not needing to to armor up and go into battle because I can do those things. That's that's my physical design, right? That's as a man, I carry those energies. But for me, and I can call upon them anytime I want to, right? When you need to. When I need when I need to, right? There's a time and place for that. But for the most part, I I seek and desire a a path of least resistance, a path of grace, a a path of, of ease. And excuse me, for me. I do that. I, I'm a I, I'm a Christian. I identify in that my relationship with Christ, and I see the promise, and I see all the overlays of everything. Right for me, that's what works for me, and I, I entwine all of it. It's more like Christian mysticism because I I do meditate. I do I do all of the other things. I understand energies. I see the divine design in it all. So I'm gonna, I'm just going to ask because I I know the answer for myself, and I just want to hear the perspective from you. What was what was the driving factor for you to be able to share this with the world? Because um, it's really easy to go sit on the mountaintop oh. well, and, and, and meditate. What, what, what led you to coming back down the mountain to share this with the world? Well, well, I mean, the simple truth is that I love to write. And, um, you know, I had two very beautifully received books in the 90s, but basically all through my adult life, I had to earn a living. I was a tax accountant uh, with very involved clients. But I love to write, and, and I, I love having conversations like this. I would never want to get up and give a talk you know, to a room of 2,000 people. That, that just isn't me. But I love engaging with people and really having spiritual conversations. But I, I want to um, add something to what you were so beautifully expressing, uh, particularly for, for everyone who's listening. And that is, I mean, think of, you know, for every step you take toward God, that that power of love will take 10 steps, 100 steps toward you. There is abundant grace flowing all the time. Don't ask, don't demand grace. Rather, make an effort to be receptive to the grace because the grace is there and that power, that supreme being is more eager for you to return than you can ever be yourself. So the grace is there. You just have to turn your cup right side up rather than have it turned upside down. Mm, I like that. And we have to be willing to let go of the programs and the stories that we think are true and, and have a willingness to step outside of ourselves to observe the programming so we can connect in and receive that divine love. I absolutely love that. Thank you. Oh, oh, you're most welcome. Thank you. And the best way to get rid of all the programmings is is to dissolve them in meditation. And Christ spoke about the word, um, which is obviously a translation. It's not, you know, God sitting in among all these fleecy clouds, uh, writing on a tablet that instantly goes across (laughs) the internet. No, the word is really the God power. It, it, it is mystical sound in light of a higher dimension. So that that really is a meditation that can vaporize all your past karmas. And, and that's, you know, how, as far as I know, I wasn't with Jesus at that time. I didn't actually become a Christian, which you can read about 
in In Search of Lost Lives until a few hundred years later when I was in Sweden and a monk who is not recorded in history came and, you know, initiated me into Christ's teachings. But Christ came, you know, to initiate his, his disciples and they were initiated in, into the word, the Holy Ghost. And this has been given names throughout history by all different cultures who have got teachers. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. It's, um, you know, and for, for those that don't know, uh, Christ wasn't Christian. Um, <laughs> noodle on that one for, 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 for a minute, listeners, that, that Christ was not, was not a Christian. It was Christianity that came after that. So don't not get confused. Do not confuse the religion with the teachings. The two, the two are different. Um, I, I love to hear you share that story, and, and I was unaware of your of your path and your journey with Christ. And I, I, I can, you, I see, I even see that I, I want to come, I want to come up to where you're at, and I want to come spend like a week with you, just diving down the rabbit hole of of these kinds of conversations. So perhaps we'll we'll make that happen this year. Yeah, or if I come out to Arizona, I mean, first I have to move, which will be used, but I'm I'm always thrilled to continue the conversation. Absolutely. Uh, be, because I I feel so lucky. Of course, I put in the work. I mean, I was actively searching for many lives, uh, searching for a teacher, searching for the answer to life and death, which is hard for most people. So it is available. All you have to seek and you will be found. You know, not going to I'm not a quarter of the Bible because... <laughs> I, I have my own mystical teachings, but there are great spiritual nuggets in the Bible, which can be explained uh, by somebody who knows the truth behind them. Absolutely. Michael, this is, um, I, I, as you're aware, you and I could probably talk about this for hours. weeks on, hours yeah. and weeks on end, right? It's, uh, this, this is really the path. I mean, for me, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure to connect with you. Uh, to, to see myself reflected in in, in you and in, in your grace and in in and in the way you experience life. So so thank you for that, uh, folks. If you are are if you're seeking, if you're looking for uh, another way of understanding, uh, a better way of finding that peace in your life and your in your mind, and how do you go about doing that? Take a look at Michael's work. Go pick up one of his books, especially this new book. This new book sounds. Uh, absolutely amazing in, in the guidance that you provide, Michael, and I look forward to reading it. Where one more time before we uh, before we end, where can people go find more information about you? They can go to my website, Goddard.com, G-O-D-D-A-R-T, and there's a wealth of information, free interviews and downloads, and you can click right over to Amazon uh, to get the books. Fantastic, folks. This is the path. This is the journey. It doesn't matter what your life experience is. It doesn't matter how hard it might be. There is a way up and out. And you just have to want to receive it and want to find it for yourself more and know that it's there's there's multiple paths of getting there. This is just one path of getting there. And there is a there is an expedited route if you so choose. Michael, thank you again so much for being here. I look forward to connecting further in the future. And folks, until next time, go out there, incorporate your superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.